What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the living room, or TLR for short. I am so pumped that you are here. We are so pumped that you are here. If you have no idea what you stumbled upon or you forgot since last time, TLR is a podcast and a community where we talk about life and faith and honestly whatever else comes up. We created this community for anyone who wants to join in on these conversations. If you want to get more connected with us, finding us on Instagram is the best way. We'd love for you to join us, meet new people, and get connected with all the different things we have going on around here. Don't worry, we linked all that in our description. Well, that's enough for me, for now. But wherever you are in your life journey, we hope you enjoyed today's episode and it inspires you to continue this conversation and to take your next step in your faith journey. Enjoy. What's up, everybody? What's up? What's up? We, I am so excited. We got a really exciting episode for you today. We have a very special guest with us today in our living room. You got me, your host, Nate. You got Emma. You got Tyler. But that's not the exciting part. We have a great friend here, Frankie. And I'm really excited for this because uh, Emma and Tyler know Frankie a lot better than me. And so. We're lucky. We're, for they're way more lucky than me. She's one of my favorite people. I think I'm going to say that about a lot of our guests because I'm, you know, going to feel bad. But she really is one of my favorite. <laughs> this time it's true. This yeah. time we're it's not true. lying. Next time it'll be true too. Though. Here's what's also exciting for you, our listener, is I get to talk a lot less this time because you know <laughs> Emma's going to be leading, so that's really exciting. But yeah, yeah. Emma, you want to you want to yeah. take over? All right, Frankie. We'll okay. start off simple. Yes. It's an easy question. Just tell okay. us about yourself. Introduce yourself. How you got connected to us. Why you're so awesome and why we all love mm, you. Why I'm so awesome. Yeah. That's going to be a hard one. Um, so, yes, my name is Frankie. My full name is Francesca. Frankie the Tanky. Yes. <laughs> my full name is Francesca. I always like to dis- put a disclaimer there that my parents did not decide to just name me Frankie. I think it's really funny because every time I text you, for some reason, Frankie always just All automatic. Caps. It's always capitalized. I don't know why. Okay, that makes me feel better okay. because my, that happens with my sister, and I always think she's yelling at me. No, no, no. I'm like, why are you it's yelling just, at Every me? time I text Frankie to anyone, it's just like it auto corrects all caps. And I'm like, I don't know how to fix this, but I feel like it's appropriate. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm Frankie, as we have now discussed for a full <laughs> minute. Um, I graduated from Salve in 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, not connected with Sojourn, any church or any type of faith at all. Um, I think it was deeply hidden, maybe, but I guess that I can only identify in retrospect. Um, but I, after graduating, I went straight to get my master's. Um, and it, during that time, I was living um, with a friend of mine um, named Emily Roop. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Last name change. <laughs> yes, Emily <laughs> Riley Roop. Um, and one of our beloved friends, Garrett, um, he was just relentless in the pursuit of trying to have coffee with me. That was that um, so nice. Yeah, that was way. so nicely put. <laughs> um, and Garrett was dating Emily, if people don't know. So it's, yeah, that's that last that yes. was, right there. Yeah. They're married. Oh, yeah, they're married now. Yes. Um, so Garrett was at my house a lot, and he... <laughs> I don't know, I guess saw something in my personality and thought that I would, you know, love to learn about Jesus. And I guess he was right. <laughs> um, but so, yeah, one day we got coffee and he just started connecting me to, um, you know, different like 
sojourn events but i didn't know they were sojourn events like the coffee mug swap which i thought was just like a little get together at tyler's <laughs> house and then i showed up and it was like all of uri and i was like oh okay hey. <laughs> um, the entire yeah. school was at my house <laughs> yes um but uh that's how i got connected to sojourn definitely through garrett and then um should I mention spring break? Yeah, go for okay. it. Um, That's when I really met you. Oh, yeah. Yes, that was yeah. my junior year. We yes. met in spring break together. Um, I think I was just in a phase of life where yeses seemed more fun than nos. And mm. Garrett That's randomly good. was in my, our house was so tiny. And the only like shared living space was the kitchen, which uh. had a couch in it. We were very notorious for having a couch in our kitchen. Love that. Um, and he asked, he was like, we're going on a t- uh, mission trip to Mexico. Uh, do you want to come? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, well, you should like talk to your parents or whatever. I'm like, nah, like I'd make my own decisions. I'm <laughs> no, coming. I'm going. Yeah. And honestly, I, that, it just went, I think I went on like 30 minutes later and paid my deposit <laughs> and was like, awesome. I'm going to Tijuana. Um, so that's how I got connected to Sojourn. Love and that. Yeah. Although I was graduated. So obviously okay. I didn't. Yeah. And then I kind of dabbled in different things. And that's how I met all these people. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That was how I met. I remember. I think my first memory of Frank Young oh, Spring oh no. Break. No, no, it was good. It was when we landed at LAX, and for some reason, it took us like two hours to get the van. Oh my gosh! Yes, it, it took did. so long to get these vans. And Frankie Garrett and I are just running like track races. Oh, we're doing the hand, the baton hand yes. up with a water mm-hmm, bottle, mm-hmm. and that was like my first memory of Frankie. And I was like, oh, we're gonna be friends. Yeah. Yes. yes. That. I think that, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. yeah, I think I just like loved. Not that this podcast is about that trip, but can, one of the yeah. things I always remember mm-hmm. about that trip and just living in like Christian community and just being there is, I literally never knew what time it was because <laughs> the 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 clock on the oven in the kitchen was broken mm-hmm. and I didn't have a watch, so I genuinely like was just like it could be Wednesday at three, it could be Monday yeah. at. I don't think we slept that week. Yeah, so yeah. I, that's like one of my favorite things because it just allowed for more conversation and stuff. Anyway, yeah, that's okay. how I got so connected. So that's how you got connected. So it was mm-hmm. like the big spring break trip was kind of the big mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. And so you kind of touched upon this, but you ended up getting your master's. What did you get your master's in? Because that also I feel yes. like plays into it, oh, what for we're sure. getting into. Yes. So. Um, my master's in social work, so okay. is it my bachelor's. Um, my bachelor's is just kind of like a uh, – just social work yes um but my master's is more of a specialization in children and families like a more clinical route so i'm a licensed clinical social worker that's pretty cool you're such a smarty pants i'm trying to think of like a question to ask and i was like i don't it's really it's basically just like after you get your master's you sit for a licensure exam and then in like two years i can sit for another licensure exam that makes me a licensed independent clinical Ooh. social worker. That's okay. when I can provide youth therapy <laughs> services. I'm going to need that. <laughs> yes. I feel like most people are fun or they're smart and you're both. <gasps> yeah, it's really wow. Yeah. wow. I would, there might be some people in the world that would disagree with the smart part, but no, I've, I'm very good with time management. So that helps yeah. with school. That is true. You are. Yes. Um, yeah. So if we're looking at what was it clinical uh, social work <laughs> i'm just i'm a social, social worker work. i'm a social um, worker did like what has or might be putting words in your mouth but like has your faith influenced that for you at all yeah they've definitely have bounced back and forth like my faith influences my social work and my social work influences my faith mm-hmm. i would say specifically more that my faith influences my social work just because um social work influencing faith is a little bit of a not a touchy subject Mm -hmm. but with certain 
topics and taboo type things social work can be a little bit uh it, i always say social work and christianity go so well together mm -hmm. like they're like they just want to hug each other until <laughs> they don't there's uh, just okay. a couple of specific things yeah. that like uh, that don't align but like ultimately like there are um certain like things that social workers are supposed to live by and they're like dignity and worth of all humans mm -hmm. importance of human relationships social justice justice integrity and i'm like um that is literally uh, jesus, jesus. <laughs> yeah. oh i'm like uh you okay just define <laughs> jesus <laughs> yes jesus was a social worker um so i would say it's more that my faith mm -hmm. inf influences that i can you know i can work through hard things in in my situations of working as a social worker because I have faith now, whereas it's harder to bring the social work into the faith. Yeah, because well, that makes just, sense. Yeah, but but that again, that's on like a personal level because mm -hmm. I'm, I, as a professional in the field, you're not really supposed to. It's like a boundary crossing to, which, as we're gonna get into, is cool about my trip because yeah. we can <laughs> bam, <laughs> we can bam. dive right into yeah. you want. Okay, <laughs> yeah. so. Let's just go for it. You okay. just got back from Kenya. I did. Yes. Well, like two weeks ago. Yes. Okay. Two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Tell us how you got there. What happened? Okay. Just lay yeah. it out for us. I took an airplane. Okay. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> no. Well, you so drove. connecting like the sojourn yeah. piece to the Kenya mm -hmm. piece is that after going to uh, Mexico mm -hmm. and just kind of like living in that like just honest christian community like and when i say honest i don't mean that like everybody's like perfect or anything like that i just far from like, it <laughs> <laughs> literally um i just mean and just like in this raw authentic. community yeah authentic just very um open to conversation and and differences mm -hmm. and you know healthy arguments and conflict um and you know it wasn't shortly after that trip that I finished. Well, I had one year of my master's left. So mm -hmm. my whole focus was like to finish that. And then I was somehow <laughs> made my way into possibly going to Mexico the second time around. <laughs> I don't really know how I managed that, but I COVID. technically was still in school. Um, but then COVID and Boo. got canceled and I got Boo. very, don't go back a year ago and read my Facebook post regarding <laughs> COVID and the trip getting canceled because I was <laughs> fired up. I was like, I was like, why can't everybody care about human trafficking as much <laughs> as they care about COVID? <laughs> um, but so it was kind of that trip that really made me realize that like the world is ginormous mm -hmm. and like I love the community that I've created here in Rhode Island and I love the people that I've met and stuff, but there's still an influence that I can make on other parts of the world. Come to find out after two and a half months, I don't think I made influence there. They made an influence <laughs> on me. But um, yeah, so that trip was kind of like the catapult for me to, you know, branch out and yeah. do different things and really dive deep in my faith. And in between that time and before getting to Kenya, um, I'm very new to not anymore, but I am fairly but new yeah. to so my faith. There's three years in between your Mexico trip and Kenya, correct? Just about. Just about. Okay. Yeah. I started going to Ocean Point in, in November. It'll be mm -hmm. three years. But the piece of that is that I just got baptized in November. So up Whoop. until then, it was kind of all just like a little dabble dabble like here <laughs> and there or whatever. And then the past year has really been like very much like dive deep and ask all the hard questions. <laughs> um, but so I 
started after I got my master's, I was like, I don't want to go get a normal office job because <laughs> I'm not normal. Um, and I just wanted, to, I was just like, I just want to go, go somewhere. I just want to mm. travel. I want to test my faith. I want to like, I don't know, in the moment, I don't think I really knew that, but looking back, that's exactly what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I asked the pastor of my church, Jeff, <laughs> um, if he knew of any organizations that would, um, you know, have a volunteer come over and at the time related I to social work re- yeah, okay. related to social work or somewhere that I could Ex- fit yes, that in yes. um and I honestly didn't know that Ocean Point was like partners with CMF or mm-hmm. Missions of Hope or anything like that um and he told me about it and I just randomly like was like oh I'll reach out to the lady whatever <laughs> and like that was a year ago mm-hmm. like this time of year and it just started planning like I I it's ver- that very cliche thing, but like God just kept on opening doors. <laughs> like he just, just made it very one. easy. Mm-hmm. Like she met me once and she was like, yeah, just let me know when you want to come. I'm like, oh. let me know. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I'd be like, oh, yeah, I have lots of questions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a couple of things. I got questions and I feel like you should have questions. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why are you just letting <laughs> yeah. me come? Yeah. Um, so, um, what was it? Oh, so I started planning it. I was originally supposed to go in February, which thank you God for not sending me there because it's like 100 degrees there in February. So I would have <laughs> melted away. Um, but I ended as up it's like a 90 degree day today. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I'm at yeah. walking around and yeah, sad. They would have seemed very cranky, Frankie, not very so Frankie. Cranky, well, Frankie. <laughs> I know. I don't even think I just answered your question. No, you're good. Well, no, you're good. You're well, good. I want to like, before yeah. we jump into like, you know, the, the impact of the trip that, mm-hmm. and you even start touching on this, that it had on you. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to pause here for a second and like just like really draw out some of the things that that you highlighted because I just know some of the people listening to this that like like I I just hope they they didn't miss this and they they heard this like what I love was that everything that you just shared was over the span of about three years Mm -hmm. and it was a lot of like you figuring that out Mm -hmm. like like you're Mm -hmm. like sure I'll you know this this guy keeps inviting <laughs> me to go get coffee and he's like don't you have a girlfriend and also like okay like that's that's weird that. and then so then those conversations then lead to this like hey you want to go on this trip mm-hmm. sure let's go mm-hmm. I love your response I I know a couple people have had the same response I'm like yeah I'll go I I literally one time asked another student to go on a trip like that mm-hmm. and they pulled the deposit out in cash <laughs> right there and I was like awesome. you should talk to somebody like you should I don't know if that's anyway, also, why whatever. do you have the deposit why do you cash in why, your back pocket why are you carrying this Cash, yeah, yeah. So but like I love that. That again, he said yes, and yeah. so you can go Thank on the service trip, mm-hmm. and then just all these pieces that they touched on, like they start coming together, and mm-hmm. and you start figuring out the type of not just social worker that you're going to be, mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. just the type of adult you, you're going to be, but but you're figuring your faith out all along these points, mm-hmm. and 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 still are, and, and I'm sure. I think but it will be forever. Are. Yeah, we are we all? <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and like, and I just love that that like, it can be so. I think it can be so easy when we hear a story like this to be like, oh, I'm hearing this this Frankie oh, person yeah. like, and mm-hmm. she's just awesome. Mm-hmm. And she's got it all figured out. But like, no. But but <laughs> hearing this part and just hearing how it was a journey, I just think it's important to yeah. to acknowledge that for everybody yeah. because you listening, you probably feel like you might be in that, mm-hmm. but like. We all are. <laughs> and, yeah. and so, yeah. No, thank you for pointing that out because I think I always kind of want to like be that, ag- it sounds cheesy, but like be that example of like, because it, the truth is I don't have it figured out <laughs> at all. Like I, you know, I went through like 
you know, deep questions and, and hard, you know, questions and conversations that were kind of standing strong between me and really diving into my faith and stuff like that. But like, I still have questions like daily. And if you just ask Brady Gertz, he will definitely reassure that because it was probably only 24 hours ago that I had some deep like my own interpretation of like what something means in the Bible (laughs) and like um it's just kind of my analytical mind and who I am so I just always want people to know that like it's never like it's not even always about doubt either it's just like if you're not questioning like or asking questions if you're not like you know diving deep and really trying to look through other perspectives and stuff like like you've kind of stopped learning so mm-hmm. and and like there's always room to learn like we're all lifelong learners that's what my professor used oh, to you're say such an educator <laughs> lifelong <laughs> learners and the other thing is is credit to Garrett i would say this is that also when i i'm still not really super confident in like like inviting other people to come to church and you know learn about jesus <laughs> but one of the things that Garrett said was he started the conversation by saying you know jesus was just a really cool dude <laughs> and you know what if it was presented to me in any other way. I'd have been like, please just stop. <laughs> like, but he presented it in such like a casual, fun way. So mm. that's just a little like, I don't know, my own personal Tag like, yeah, yeah, like don't freak. Frankie, out. is there, you, you did say that you had like a year of really like you dove in deep to your face yes. and all that. I'm curious, kind of going off what Nate said even, like what has been the hardest thing for you now that you're, you've dove in deep with not only questions, but like going to after, like what's mm-hmm. been the hardest part of um, trying to live out faith or figure out faith for you? Um, I would say, well, the, the bulk of that time was probably, I did like a, a discipleship process thing through with Emily and Brady. Yeah. And um, that was a time where I really had to, think about like the you know the gain versus the losses because I would say that the hardest thing in the past year has been I've lost a a whole community of of what I used to be involved in whether it's college friends or family members or or um you know just relationships that you know people aren't outwardly like we don't want to be your friend anymore but you know when you're growing in relationship with Jesus and other people aren't you just get to the certain point where your relationship can't necessarily go any further so you become very stagnant Mm -hmm. and you know people don't understand and that's okay because they're not there yet but you know it could be silly things like not understanding why you know I'm spending my like third you know, Friday night at the church to like help, yeah. I don't know, paint or whatever. <laughs> like there's just not this understanding of like why somebody might be drawn to do that or share community with these people. So I would say the hardest thing has been definitely balancing like those two. I always feel like I'm stuck in the middle of two worlds because I don't necessarily feel like I'm one of those like gung ho, like the Bible has the answers to everything and like I don't have any problems and but I'm not necessarily who I was in college but I'm also trying to be friends with both (laughs) these groups of people so um I find myself teetering back and forth but that's definitely been the hardest thing for me is balancing um that because I know that the the gain of being a Christian and living this life is worth more than anything Mm -hmm. but when you're on here on earth and you you know you're with the flesh and skin of people you're like oh man gosh this is too hard (laughs) like so yeah that has been the biggest thing for me hardest thing especially with Kenya because people are like what why are you going to Kenya (laughs) 
<laughs> my dad said the only reason I should be going to Kenya is if I'm training for the Boston Marathon. And I was like, well, that's not why I'm going. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and then my mom was like, can't you just come home and do some work here? Because I grew up in like a pretty impoverished area. I, I'm yeah. The city was impoverished. Yeah. I wasn't necessarily. I had a very good life. But <laughs> she's like, can't you just come help the kids here? And I'm like, oh, gosh, I don't know how to explain this, mom. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So if you didn't go to train for the Boston Marathon, yeah, why, why did you go to why Kenya? Why did you go to Kenya? Uh, for the New York Marathon. Oh, okay, <laughs> <exactly>. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I went, so initially, I think my mindset was I just wanted to do something cool. just wanted to go and, you know, serve and, and just learn about a different culture and then I actually remember one one meeting I had I was with um, a couple of the leadership um, at Ocean Point and we were having kind of a hard conversation about uh, a decision that I was trying to make and I just remember thinking I'm going to Kenya because I want to know if like not if God's real but like if he's really working where everyone says he's working because like in my very small mind I'm like, yeah, he's here in Rhode Island. Mm -hmm. Like, sure, whatever. But, like, how is he also in Kenya Mm -hmm. and in Nigeria and in Russia and in Poland? Like, Mm -hmm. it just always blew my mind. So I think part of my mindset was, like, I'm going here to, like, to learn about God, to grow in relationship with God. And, like, I guess that's a very selfish way to think of it. But the only way that I learned that was from the people there. So in some ways, I was going to be served, not to serve. Um and yes, I'm sure I served in some ways, mm-hmm. um, but I gained so much from those people and those children about who God is and how to have a relationship with him. So I went to Kenya to be a social worker, <laughs> but what I got out of it was, you know, how to be just a child of God in the most raw and authentic way, I guess you could say, um, because that's what they do. Like they are all, you know, students or daughters or sons or you know executives this or that but like what they are first and they always make it apparent is they are children of God and they are servants of God and they are you know they thank God before everything they it's just very different it's a like they're they're God's people first rather than like pastors or this or that yeah Mm. that's really cool that's amazing gosh you're good (laughs) 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 yes I know I was but did you want the, do you want like the actual answer? Like I went to go volunteer as a school social worker. <laughs> yes. I'll take both answers. Yes, They're both yeah. amazing. I went to go volunteer as a school social worker, which, okay. yeah. But mm-hmm. then you also. Then I also was transformed. I'm just kidding. I mean, no, it sounds <laughs> no, like you were. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, and, and I don't want it to sound too cliche. Like no. I'm not like, you know, walking on water or anything like that. I'm just, you know, it's a different that's life. How you got not live. I know that's how you got home. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> across the ocean. <laughs> um, one of the funniest things though, is I have a lot of children in my lives and, um, True, they do. don't in my lives, in my life, mm-hmm. um, they don't really understand the distance between like America and Kenya. So like a couple of kids have been like, you know, mom is what's further from like Rhode Island, South Dakota or Kenya <laughs> and, or like, you know, nah, Virginia is the same as Kenya, right? <laughs> like, like, yeah, yeah, that's the same. Yeah, they're the same thing. Again, one of the things that, again, I love in that is that as I'm hearing this, because I, you know, I didn't know you super well. I knew of you. Um, but, but again, just hearing you reflect on this, I just, 
I keep coming back to how, how cool it is for us that like it, it it's just this continuation of a journey mm-hmm. that even after mm-hmm. college you're continuing this like figuring your faith out yeah um you went to serve and then you're like oh my goodness all these people have so much to, to offer mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know i'm sure you feel it this way that, that, like not just you but like the world oh, yeah, so sure. many people mm-hmm. and like again that's that just for for us like i know that like if there's like a dream we have when we meet college students is like that that they would recognize that mm-hmm. and that they would continue in that yeah. like mm-hmm. that yeah, that you just continue that journey. Yeah. Well, it's it's funny you say that, though, because, like, my experience with Sojourn started after I graduated. But, mm-hmm. like, I've grown more in the past three years than I did from freshman year to, like, senior year of college. And, like, had I not found Sojourn or had Sojourn not found me, <laughs> um, I definitely would have, you know... I would have lived a good life. I don't think I would have been miserable or anything like that. But like, it's just incredible, like the growth that God has for us, because I thought I was like, when I graduated, I like had life figured (laughs) out and I'm like, wow, like (laughs) that is not the truth at all. So like, I'm just uh, now starting to learn. Yeah, I know. Really, it's interesting because I'm like, I feel like I'm so old, but at the same time, I'm like, (laughs) give me some grace. I feel like I'm 12 (laughs) learning still. So. Yeah. Well, this is the credible part of the story for me is so it's cool how we even met you because I I met Garrett and mm-hmm. I, well, I mean even before that I met somebody um, named Elise who then introduced me to Garrett mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. really got to pour and live life with Elise and then we met Garrett and I got to pour into Garrett and Garrett got to pour into me actually it's a great friendship that we have mm-hmm. and then Garrett got to pour and really invest in you mm-hmm. and. Really cool that now, long story short, you were back from Kenya. My favorite part of the story, which uh, somebody just talked about recently, is now you're pouring into my daughter. My daughter, you invited my daughter to go to a youth group event, and we just adopted a, a daughter from Ukraine this past year. And not a huge interest in church, but now mm-hmm. loves you and your really good mm-hmm. friend Emily, and that you guys are now pouring into my daughter. And it's a full circle, and it's crazy how you never know the people you invest in are going to change people's mm-hmm. lives yeah. and even come back and you know it's benefited me and my family by Garrett pouring into you. And yeah. I'm just, I don't know. That's the cool part about no, the gospel. Is that, that is, I honestly didn't even think about that. So thank you for pointing that out. But it is cool because like I would consider myself like the fact that Garrett poured into me, like I, like not that I thought it was a lost cause at all, but like in the department of like church, mm-hmm. I would have been like, yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> so it's like, I always try to like tell other people I'm like no 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 you don't understand like I didn't like church at all either Mm -hmm. like I think Deanna actually said that and I was like listen I was like in your shoes like for sure like yeah no I'm all set like in fact actually Emily Garrett's (laughs) Emily Garrett's (laughs) wife um used to invite me and my friend Courtney to church all the time and I was like huh no (laughs) like and I even on the first day that she moved in um she actually said this at my baptism it was funny um I didn't remember I said this but she had a bible on her like desk and I said is that a bible and she said yeah and I said do you really read that (laughs) like so like baffled by the fact that like somebody yeah yeah like it's not for decoration so yeah it is cool that it comes full circle um especially because I never thought that I would be somebody in that circle never mind that I could influence somebody else to continue the circle maybe well, she loves you, and Aww. she's now going at least invest. She's at least interested in church. Her story is obviously very new in this mm-hmm. whole thing. But like, yeah. my daughter is interested in at least going because you were there. And yes. that's and 
that's how it starts. And that's your daughter's invested in people, and True. like, if there's one way to get, like, Jesus was inve- invested in people. That's how it started. So, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. that's huge. I know that was really good. As, so <laughs> you just, I feel like this can be kind of our wrap up because we've been going for this for a while, and then I feel like so you've been back two-ish weeks three mm-hmm. weeks I'm mm-hmm. that. what's been the biggest kind of like now that you've been looking back at the trip and you kind of hit on this but like what has been kind of I don't know if it's like a difference or mm-hmm. what you've learned or grown but like what's been the biggest thing since getting back from Kenya that you've mm-hmm. like started to either implement in your life or just mm-hmm. like realizing or what's been the biggest kind of change yeah so I would say that um I could one of the craziest things about being there was that day-to-day there was so much impact and growth happening that I could actually identify it like in the moment, which Mm -hmm. is wild because usually I think for a lot of people too, sometimes you don't recognize growth until like months later or even years later. And like every day there was something that I could, you know, I could remember that I was like, wow, that was really like, like the first home visit that I did. And they asked it, they asked it, they asked me if I wanted to, um, uh, the one the mother wanted to start coming to church mm-hmm. and um, they said and do you want uh, to help her receive Christ and I was like um <laughs> no <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing <laughs> um, so like there were these moments of growth like in the moment where I was like two reasons I grew here is I had to humble myself enough to say I don't really know how to do that <laughs> and to um I had to learn how to do that so um coming but coming getting to the point coming home um I thought that all my growth happened while I was there Mm -hmm. but I like now that I'm home and I'm looking back I realized that like when you're able to look at something in the past in retrospect Mm -hmm. like with hindsight it's incredible how much more growth was actually happening that I had no idea was happening like Mm -hmm. my relationship with God literally took leaps and bounds of improvement like I went before I went I told myself that I was going to journal every day Mm -hmm. and I was like that is a steep (laughs) steep like (laughs) challenge there but like after like the first week or two like I wanted to like I wanted to journal I wanted to pray every day I Mm -hmm. wanted to like thank God for the things that were I was seeing Mm -hmm. and feeling and you know experiencing I wanted to just I wanted him to be present in everything Mm -hmm. and that is something that I never would imagine (laughs) me like really having a mindset around I guess um so now that I'm home I realize that the biggest thing is that I can have a relationship with God and that's not up to anybody else but me um it's not anybody else's responsibility it's not anyone else's honestly this sounds kind of harsh but it's not anybody else's business what Mm -hmm. me and God like what our you know our relationship is and you know the Kenyan staff and people and children they make that very clear too because everybody's just so different and Mm -hmm. um I really learned that from them so coming home I'm just like the biggest impact has been like this doesn't need to stop because you've walked on American soil Mm -hmm. like and it's been a challenge I'll be honest like I haven't journaled every day (laughs) since I've been home I read like like 10 or 11 books while I was there and like I never really read that much and like I haven't opened a book since I've been here so like it's definitely like there's this element of being in that like godly like community and then not saying that it's not godly or very christian Mm -hmm. community here it's just different and like all the noises were drowned out when i was there and now i'm back home and i'm balancing different things Mm -hmm. um but yeah that was that's like the biggest thing that i learned is that like 
just as my mindset was like, is God working there? And then I went there and he's working there. So like, I'm like, yeah, and he's still working here too. So you can still continue (laughs) to grow here. Um, But I would just say like, as we wrap up that Missions of Hope International, which is the the organization that I went with, like I could talk about them for days. (laughs) Like they are just such an incredible (laughs) organization. And I genuinely like, it is definitely a financial like, I don't know, uphill battle, and mm-hmm. it's definitely, like, a risk, not a risk, like, a step out in faith, but, like, it is very worth it. Um, it's just really, it's like an experience of none other, mm-hmm. I guess you could say. I I love this, the, like, my, I, I, we've, we've touched on this, but, like, some of the things I'm just thinking about as you're talking is that, one, there's so many full circle moments mm-hmm. in this. Mm-hmm. Tyler touched on one, but mm-hmm. next week um, people are going to be hearing from uh, another one of our alumni that um, has served a couple of times with the mm-hmm. same organization, and she's actually going in a couple of weeks to serve there for a year. Wow! And what's and I don't even know if you knew this, but like I think I knew of this yeah, person. Yeah, yeah, Deanna. Yeah. Um, <coughs> And what's so fascinating is it is it mirrors your story. It was just like three, four years earlier. Yeah. Where like she, I was the Garrett. Okay? <laughs> I was the one. Actually, it's so funny, all the parallels here. Here, uh, I asked her to get coffee, and she looked at me and said, aren't you married? <laughs> and I was like, yes. <laughs> like, why I'm asking. It's, it's not that type of coffee. <laughs> um, but you know, but but then gets connected. We go uh, on a service trip. We didn't go to Mexico. We went to Oregon. She mm-hmm. Worked with kids there. She mm-hmm. went out. This is crazy. She went out that a few months later to continue working with the kids yeah. that she met mm-hmm. there. And so it's like, and then she again just looking for ways. And so I don't want to take away from next week's, but <laughs> um, spoilers. But <laughs> spoiler alert. Um, but uh, but the thing for me is that like, I just as I hear you saying this, it just one of the things that I've been working on is like, how can I serve people better just in my day to day life? Mm-hmm. Like, because, you know, if you're a Christian, that's what Jesus said you need to do to be great. Mm-hmm. And if you're not a Christian, you know, you know something to wrestle with. But mm-hmm. I just, when I hear and think about your story and the story that we're going to hear next week, like, mm-hmm. it just, that's this journey and the serving aspect mm-hmm. and, and the impact they can have on your life. I just, I, I just I hope people see that like mm-hmm. it literally can change mm-hmm. the direction in your life, mm-hmm. the relationships in your life, and there's so many, there's so many awesome benefits that happen mm-hmm. when you start to invest in mm-hmm. people and mm-hmm. care for people. Yeah, I know we're short on time, but no, speaking of full good. circle yeah, things, can I share one story? For for, okay, because it was like one of those moments where like it was full circle within two months. So, um, but it's a good example of that so when I got to Kenya um I had you know my very social work mind (laughs) on and I was you know I knew that I was going to have to start to understand the um you know the balance between what social work in Kenya is and what social work in America is and one of the biggest things that I found myself having a hard time with is um just the element of like like I guess physical touch and Mm -hmm. like hugs and you know Mm -hmm. stuff like that and not because of COVID but just because of like professional and like ethical boundaries I guess Mm -hmm. you could say because in America like it wouldn't be very appropriate for me to like you know just go up and like 
randomly hug one of <laughs> the kids that I'm working with or something like yes a time and a place but mm -hmm. I learned very quickly in Kenya that like that is very much encouraged like these kids just love on them in any mm -hmm. way you can they're gonna come up to you they're gonna pet your skin they're gonna <laughs> pet your hair like they are just like head over heels in love with you so um, I was having a really hard time with that because it just was kind of foreign to me not in loving on kids but just like in a professional yeah. setting being able to give that kind of affection so um, I was reading a book while I was there called Second Guessing God. Shocker. <laughs> I like to read books like that. Um, and in the book, the guy, um, the author was just talking about how it was a simple prayer that he started to pray, but he just kept on praying like, God, give me the ability to see all people, all things with the heart and Jesus, uh, the heart and compassion of Jesus. Like, just mm -hmm. let me literally see the world through his eyes. And I had to start praying that because I didn't know what to do about like loving on the kids and also like the slums here's a spoiler alert even though it's not a spoiler at all are pretty disgusting they're pretty mm. awful and like I know that can sound harsh but like I'm not going to come back to America and be like they're beautiful they're awesome they smell great like whatever no it the, yeah. the honest they're called slums the, for yes a reason. yeah like the honest truth is is that these people live a very difficult life mm. anyway I had to start praying that prayer because all the kids, you know, they got boogers running down their nose. They've been in the same clothes for days and, you know, but I just want to love on them. So I just started praying that prayer and I was like, honestly, and it opened up a world of like, I don't care. Come mm -hmm. give me a hug. Yeah. Come like, let me squeeze your cute little cheeks. Like, so, um, th the day that I prayed that, um, I met this little girl who we were recruiting to come to school and she reached up to her mom to get a piggyback ride mm -hmm. up the hill and her mom kind of like put her hand down was like no it's hot out or whatever <laughs> and I was like in my mind I could vividly remember being like okay do you offer this girl a piggyback ride mm -hmm. or do you not mm -hmm. and I did mm -hmm. and it was just this really wonderful moment of like not just giving this little girl a piggyback ride but like the community saw the even playing field that we became mm -hmm. like because you know I wasn't this white person walking around anymore that you know like you know maybe looked like I was like judging them or mm -hmm. anything like that but like we became one in the same like I'm a human you're a human and I'm here to just love on your community weeks later I like saw the mom again and then like I saw her again that day and then like somewhere like in a different slum I saw her again and I saw her six times in one day and I was like what the heck like why <laughs> like this is so weird didn't think anything of it until like a week later the mom and the daughter came into the social work office to um like finish up some registration for school and I just had this overwhelming feeling of like this is the first little girl that like I met and recruited the first time that I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go for it. I'm just going to love on these kids. And I ran up to the child sponsorship office and I was like, I, 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 I want to sponsor a little kid. I want to sponsor a little kid. I know who I want to sponsor. I know who I want to sponsor. Mm -hmm. And, um, the little girl's name is Jacinta and now she's my little sponsor daughter. <laughs> and, um, it was kind of that like moment of like, I didn't hear God's audible voice, but he just put this like pressure on my shoulders that was like go do this right now <laughs> so I did um I'm I have to wait a couple more weeks to like officially like be her sponsor because she has to complete some school and stuff but that's kind of one of those full circle moments of like beginning I didn't even want to give this girl a piggyback ride and now I'm like you're my you're my daughter <laughs> so <laughs> yeah so I love that that yeah. is amazing but God was in it the whole way because I wouldn't have put that together <laughs> <laughs> That is That's amazing. Awesome.
Well, you're awesome. We appreciate everything you've done and you mm-hmm. are inspiring you. the staff as well yep. as other people Ooh. coming Thanks. after you. So yes. that's true. That's yes. very, very true. Well, thank you for having me. I love stuff like this. I love sharing stories and spending time and we're glad you said community. yes. You yes. Love it. Yes. Thank you. Love it. Well, that was awesome. Thank you to everybody for mm-hmm. listening. And um, Emma, I, I want you to have the honors this week of, Ooh, of the oh final gosh. words. What, no. what what everybody needs to do. Okay? Oh, 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 yeah. I, you, you I got think Frankie should do this. Ooh, think, but I don't know what but to she do. Doesn't know. Ooh. Hey, everybody. Stay awesome. Yeah. <laughs>